Welcome to another episode of the Daily Liturgy Podcast. This podcast is produced by Quorum Deo Church in Omaha, Nebraska, for the benefit of Christians everywhere. If you like it, please share it with others. You can find credits and source information in the episode notes. As we begin today's meditation, let's quiet our hearts and minds before the Lord. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my thoughts before I think them. You know my words before I speak them. You know my past, my present, and my future. Awaken me now to seek you while you may be found, to call upon you while you are near, and to live a life that brings glory to your name. A Prayer of Confession Heavenly Father, I enter this day full of thanksgiving, because you have redeemed my life by your mercy and grace. I worship you for such a great salvation, even as I come to you in repentance. Hear my confession, Father. Forgive me for underbelieving your gospel and overbelieving my worries. Forgive me for being slow to listen and quick to judgment. Forgive me for failing to love you and your church. Have mercy on me, Lord. For Jesus' sake. Amen. The Word of the Lord from the Old Testament, Ecclesiastes 3. For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to seek and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. What gain has the worker from his toil? I have seen the business that God has given to the children of man to be busy with. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity into man's heart, yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. I perceived that there is nothing better for them than to be joyful and to do good as long as they live, also that everyone should eat and drink and take pleasure in all his toil. This is God's gift to man. I perceived that whatever God does endures forever. Nothing can be added to it nor taken from it. God has done it so that people fear before him. That which is already has been. That which is to be already has been. And God seeks what has been driven away. Moreover, I saw under the sun that in the place of justice, even there was wickedness. And in the place of righteousness, even there was wickedness. I said in my heart, God will judge the righteous and the wicked, for there is a time for every matter and for every work. 
I said in my heart with regard to the children of man that God is testing them, that they may see that they themselves are but beasts. For what happens to the children of man and what happens to the beasts is the same. As one dies, so dies the other. They all have the same breath, and man has no advantage over the beasts, for all is vanity. All go to one place. All are from the dust, and to dust all return. Who knows whether the spirit of man goes upward and the spirit of the beast goes down into the earth. So I saw that there is nothing better than that a man should rejoice in his work, for that is his lot. For who can bring him to see what will be after him? And now we pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The Word of the Lord from the New Testament, Luke 13, 1 through 9. There were some present at that very time who told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And he answered them, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered in this way? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Or those eighteen on whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them, do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others who lived in Jerusalem? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. And he told this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. And he said to the vine dresser, Look, for three years now I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and I find none. Cut it down. Why should it use up the ground? And he answered him, Sir, let it alone this year also, until I dig around it and put on manure. Then, if it should bear fruit next year, well and good. But if not, you can cut it down. A Prayer of Adoration Sovereign God, I worship you for the justice of your judgment. You will not let the guilty go unpunished, yet you are patient, desiring that all should come to repentance. Thank you that your wrath is not arbitrary or random, but is rooted in your eternal, unchanging goodness. Word of the Lord from Psalm 132. Remember, O Lord, in David's favor all the hardships he endured, how he swore to the Lord and vowed to the mighty one of Jacob, I will not enter my house or get into my bed. I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling place for the mighty one of Jacob. Behold, we heard of it in Ephrathah. We found it in the fields of Ja'ar. 
Let us go to his dwelling place. Let us worship at his footstool. Arise, O Lord, and go to your resting place, you and the ark of your might. Let your priests be clothed with righteousness, and let your saints shout for joy. For the sake of your servant David, do not turn away the face of your anointed one. The Lord swore to David a sure oath from which he will not turn back. One of the sons of your body I will set on your throne. If your sons keep my covenant and my testimonies that I shall teach them, their sons also forever shall sit on your throne. For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his dwelling place. This is my resting place forever. Here I will dwell, for I have desired it. I will abundantly bless her provisions. I will satisfy her poor with bread. Her priests I will clothe with salvation, and her saints will shout for joy. There I will make a horn to sprout for David. I have prepared a lamp for my anointed. His enemies I will clothe with shame but on him his crown will shine. O God, this psalm celebrates your covenant promises to David. You told him, one of the sons of your body I will set on your throne. And I know that Jesus, the son of David, inherits this promise and fulfills this psalm. So today, I renew my submission to King Jesus, the one who has been crowned Lord of all. I confess that sometimes my obedience can be slothful, weak, and half-hearted. But as I hear this psalm, I am inspired by David's zeal for your house. He promised not to give rest to his eyes until he established Zion as your dwelling place. Likewise, let me be resolute in my devotion to you today. Help me diligently offer you my full and complete obedience, rejoicing in your rule and reign, and purposing to serve you wholeheartedly in whatever comes my way. And now, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and always until the day of Christ's return. We wish you a wonderful Lord's Day tomorrow, and we'll see you on Monday for another week of the Daily Liturgy Podcast.